If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Quick snaps, comedy football talk. There's no football. It's like a free period. It's like a free, it's like when you have PE and you don't have a scheduled activity and you're allowed to do free play. Yeah. I just that's, went into the cafeteria and it's not my lunchtime. That's right. We don't have football. We can do whatever we want. Yep. If I, if I want to, I can just go drink a chocolate milk out of a plastic bag. Do you ever do that? <laughs> I did. Did you get that at school lunch? What do you mean plastic bag? Are you referencing something different than Envision? No, literally. Yeah, this is a bit of a tangent to start the show, but uh, got a plastic bag. It was almost like a jellyfish, and you just rammed a straw right through it, and that's your chocolate milk. Oh my goodness! I'm not familiar with that. I thought you. I thought you. That was like slang for the little carton that we, you know. Or I thought maybe you had like a Capri Sun version of it at your school. It's kind of like that, and I don't know if it was white trash or classy. I'm not sure. (laughs) Speaking of white trash, (laughs) can we address the sweater? What? What? I know not all of you are able to see the sweater. You might be listening as a podcast. That's what this is, ultimately. But some of you get the extra bonus of seeing this. Can we get the wide shot for a sec? Am I allowed to direct the... (laughs) Oh, my God. It's hard to believe it's real. For the listeners, it is a... It's an ugly cat Christmas sweater. Is that fair? Is that the right phrase? Fine. I'll accept it. It's a, and it's got, it literally has 30 mice dangling from cat mouths. About 15, I think. Cats are wearing Santa hats and they're, many of them are have caught mice in their mouths. Oh, my goodness. This sweater. Well, there might be a physical stunt later. Oh, teaser. So I just wanted to make sure I, you know, gave the people what they want. I intended to wear this shirt because I thought it was a little crazy. That shirt's crazy? (laughs) Little, I thought it might be busy on the the screen. Crazy is not the right word, but I thought it was a little odd and busy. But look at you. What's crazy is that in your almost (laughs) 50 years of living... You still haven't figured out when it's time to give up on a hat. <laughs> it's my favorite one. I got other hats right here and I put them on and they don't look good. They don't feel right. Every hat you own is tattered and torn in some fashion. No, it's just the one that I like. I've got this one. I've got, I got, I got a couple Bob and Tom hats right here. Look at that. That one's All right. not torn. That looks a little fresh. Yeah. And this one's, this one's got some life. Yeah, right? but you never wear these. Where's the I other? do once in a while. They just don't. 
I know this sounds crazy based on the, what you're looking at, but they don't look as good as this one. <laughs> don't fit me right. No, no, something, something ain't right. This opening segment is brought to you by... I'd be good if I got the, that right. Kona. This is what StreamYard is hard with. Kona Island Seltzer. I don't know what that means. It's like a it's like a white claw. What what's the flavor? It's like a Hawaiian this white claw. One, this one's star fruit lime. And it goes down easy. Hmm. Oh, Ronald Schultz chiming in. Hens hat. He gave me a hens hat. I should wear that. What is Chris, a hens hat? Packed with all my stuff in LA somewhere. What is that? Bring everything. What's a hen's hat? I'm unfamiliar. Mud hens, the Toledo mud hens, made famous uh, by Klinger from Mash, among other places. It, it's a uh, minor league baseball team, the Toledo mud hens. Ah, yeah. Not a Mash fan. No, they're too young. I remember it being on reruns, uh, but it was dreadfully boring. <laughs> Kids today. <laughs> in their t- and their taste. You don't like mash, but this sweater you're standing behind, that's where you've... Oh, it's horrific. You love it. <laughs> Any snow down in Georgia? No. I mean, it's just regular cold. It's very cold. By Georgia standards today, it's very cold. But there's probably some snow in North Georgia, but nothing. there's nothing here. Yeah. North Georgia's got some mountains. It's the foothills of the Appalachian Mountains. When I when I went hiking on the on the AT, we went up north and finished down here in Georgia. It's you like, probably don't understand hiking and manly stuff like that. No, even just, your cat sweater. I just got caught up on on the AT. I was waiting for the L, but I guess the AT is the AT, the Appalachian Trail. It's a big deal, right? I understand. So people plan their whole like they spend years pre- preparing, and they hike the whole AT. It's like a big thing. There's something going on with one of the parks in Georgia now about flying a Confederate flag, yeah? I'm not familiar, but I'm not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to say Stone Mountain. I, there are two giant, and when I say giant, I mean like fucking, like, like a semi-truck size Confederate flags on the way to Florida from here that we pass every time. And they seem to be on a giant pole that's associated with a business. Like, what kind of, what kind of business? What are you doing? What are you doing? Stop it already. I think you know. (laughs) (laughs) It's not me, but somebody had a version of, you know, it's nice about the Confederate flags. It helps you know where the assholes are, right? Some version of that. It's like, it's a good point. Yeah. Got to see the silver lining. Indeed. Um, uh, we got uh, Ron Milford in the house. Barry Weichman. This is nice. We got our we got our peeps popping in here. It's nice. Good to see you guys. Um, let's talk some football. Uh, Super Bowl's coming up. That's what's happening. Really, this is the this is the one little down week uh, in Super Bowl. Usually, you know, you kind of you have the Pro Bowl. That's kind of a bridge. And this year it was on Madden. I don't know. I watched a couple highlights just to feel like I did my homework. <laughs> and I, you know, I can't watch. I mean, what? Maybe it's an go back to the age thing again. Maybe it's maybe it's the age, but watching people play video games makes watching golf look sane to me. It's like this seems. 
Yeah, it's a phenomenon. I know that's a generational thing, and watching video like really good gamers has become a thing. I don't get it. Yeah, I know. I know it's a uh, it's a phenomenon that especially the younger kids really enjoy. I th- I was just talking about it with a couple friends. For me, I'm almost thirty nine years old. For, I'm not never been a huge gamer. I liked sports video games, uh, but I, you know I wasn't into it that heavy. But for me, the last video game that I could sit there and watch people play and be entertained by <clears throat> Galaga Tony Hawk 2 Oh okay So that Tony was Hawk. that was a great game How old is Tony Hawk? It's got to be hard to continue to do what he does. I think he's about your age and he just did a 720. Ah that's that's a lot of stuff. How many times did you turn <laughs> How many times did you turn around today? <laughs> Probably zero. <laughs> I did chase a toddler. There's like a circular area downstairs. I did mm. chase her around that thing about 40 times. All right. And then, you know, at the end, you got to have a moment that's what, like makes the chase all worth it where you grab the kid and slam her into the couch. You know? <laughs> yeah, you got to do that. You got to have that. So it brings it all home. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so I, yeah, I got I got a little exercise against my will. It was fun. <laughs> nice. <laughs> let's do a few jokes. You know, let's do a few. Come on. It's it's quick snaps, the podcast. There's an estimated 2 million people are going to call in sick the day after the Super Bowl. Uh, Falcons collapses four years ago now. I'm still sick. Huh? It's a hell of a matchup in the Super Bowl. Mahomes, famous for his no-look throws. Brady, famous for his no-look home invasions. <laughs> No, I like it. I like it. Makes me feel comfortable that's there. <laughs> uh, the NFL is giving uh, seventy five hundred vaccinated healthcare workers free tickets to the Super Bowl, which is good because one of the starting quarterbacks is in a high risk group. They're old down there. The Buccaneers are, are like the NFL's remake of Cocoon. The Buccaneers are sponsored by AARP. Hey. <laughs> 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 Do you think Dustin Diamond said, I don't want to live to see another Tom Brady Super Bowl? Wow. Too soon? No, but I, I I do enjoy that some in the comedy community are pretending to mourn him when they hated his guts when he was alive. <laughs> yeah. I never actually ran into him somehow. Yeah. I was at clubs before and after and saw the promotion and the hype and he always sold tickets, you know? <laughs> yep. Yeah, you know, good for him. Uh, Tony Romo's calling the big game this weekend. Romo and Aikman uh, are the only two Cowboys to appear in the Super Bowl this century. <laughs> uh, big news around the NFL. Do a couple jokes about this, and then let's discuss it. Uh, the Rams and Lions are trading Matt Stafford and Jared Goff. The All-Pro Lions joke of the week this week comes from uh, Kevin Wilson. Stafford coming in like a lion, going out like a ram. <laughs> the Rams are sacrificing golf to the Lions. <laughs> Golf's going from L.A. to Detroit. Bigger drop-off in coaching skill or housing prices? He's not going to believe what he could buy in Detroit for the money he gets oh, for buddy. selling his L.A. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's a contract dump for the Rams. At least when Subway dumped their Jared, they didn't have to pay somebody to take over the contract. (laughs) 
Here's another joke from an all-pro lines guy. Uh, Josh Bald has been a very good contributor. In uh, 2021, L.A. has a $30 million cap hit for golf and girly. The Rams have more dead cap space than Cam Newton's closet. <laughs> we'll close this chunk on a fact, not a joke. Somebody sent this to me. This is astounding. The Lions have won more playoff games in 1957 than since 1957. They haven't won a playoff game since 1957? They've won one. So in 57, they had a nice run, apparently. And that was it. They have one playoff win since then. That's why I think it was last week, I think. Uh, Kyle chimed in about the glory days of the Lions, and I'm like, when was like, ser- like I'm not even joking. Like, when was that? When your dad was a boy? Like, what? When was that? Was it Barry Sanders? Was it Megatron? I feel like they had two. Each of them had like two years where the Lions were maybe a contender to do something. Yeah, that's right. And then they fall the- off completely the next year. Right. Then they're mediocre. And I mean, this goth thing is going to do nothing for them. Yeah, let's discuss. What do you think? So, all right. I apologize to everyone and especially you over there with your with your Christmas cat sweater on. Rank Goff and Stafford. And then we'll move on and discuss. Well, it might work out for the Rams. I think Stafford. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting to the rank. Okay. So, sta- <laughs> fine. You want, you just want to, just the facts? Just the numbers? Is I'm that saying open with facts and then discuss. The facts are that Stafford's a better quarterback than Goff. The question that remains is how much better. Right. Um, Agreed on both. It's an upgrade for the Rams. The Rams are a better team today than they were yesterday or whenever the trade went down. Right. Um, is it enough to get them over the top? It could be. So I think right now the Rams win that trade. You want a ranking? I'm going to put Stafford 12. That was what I was thinking. Okay, good. And Goff is sniffing somewhere between 22 and 30. I, I was thinking 22. <laughs> so... By the way, just as a reminder to the listeners, we both, on our own, separately, picked Chiefs by 12 this weekend. Wow, yeah. It's a magic number, huh? So that's, uh, that's interesting. I agree. Stafford is the 10th best, 14th best, 12th best. He's right in there. And uh, Goff is, you know, 20-something. Yeah. So, I mean, the Rams, good for them for moving on. They didn't, you know... Stick with them. Like Goff, I, I just, I see Lions fans talking themselves into Goff, and I'm like, why? Well, here's the thing. They, they basically, he did take him to a Super Bowl. And what did know. he do when he got there? I told he you. He didn't score a touchdown. I, I told you back then. <laughs> as soon as that Super Bowl was over, that Jared Goff was over. That Super uh-huh. Bowl took his soul. I don't remember that. But it's you're, it's I, there. You might be right. So there's no hope for Goff? Like, Goff's not still a reclamation project? He might not have, like, a Tannehill kind of chapter that we don't see coming? I don't think so. I, I, I think he he was he's a flash in the pan. He had 
a one year where he kind of put it all together and the league was still trying to figure out the offense and things that they were doing. And once they figured him out, they figured him out that he's a very average quarterback. So he'll be all right. He'll be in the league for a while. And probably if he wants to be a backup quarterback, he'll play till he's 35. Right. Um, yeah. But you ain't winning a Super Bowl with Jared Goff. Hmm. Strong words. Yeah, it feels like they're basically ship. He's 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 the new Osweiler. They're shipping his contract out of town, so somebody else has to pay for most of that. And they're giving two first round picks and a third round pick in order to make that happen. Um, and then from the Lions' point of view. They get to do this sort of Browns-esque restart, which I think is good for them broadly, right? They get, you know, two first-rounders, two first-rounders, a couple different years, uh, and they're going to have to pay too much for a bridge quarterback. And then in a couple years, you have a different quarterback. It's probably their plan, right? Yeah, I would think so. I don't, you know, this is... With a little bit of like... Come on, Tannehill, second chapter kind of thing, right? Yeah, you're going to hold out hope that he right. can he can be good enough to make your team competitive, right? And then build a team around him so that when you when you are ready to draft his heir apparent, everything else is close to being set. All you need is a quarterback. That's interesting. I think you'd, unless he just wows us beyond what we think is going to happen. You're already kind of, you're already in your head. You're like, all right, two years of golf, get somebody in here, maybe not this year, but the year after to sit behind golf for a year. And then uh, off we go. Right? Yeah. So I think it's a good trade for both teams. And, Might be. And the direction that both of them are going in. Like the Lions weren't going to do anything with Stafford or without him. So, um, I think it's good for both teams. Might be. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Riggsy jumped in here. Good evening, man. Uh, Greg Albashon. I apologize if I got your name wrong. Uh, if I'm saying it wrong. Greg's been chiming in on uh, on all pro lines. He's been good. Uh, Steve Sharpton says, Aaron, you look like Robert Schmeigel in the Bears skit on SNL. I didn't know Schmeigel was in that. Was he? I did, that's what Steven's saying here. I didn't realize Schmeigel was in that. That's great. I don't know. For those of you who don't know, uh, Robert Smigel was he wrote a bunch of great stuff for SNL, and among the things was, uh, tr- uh, and then later at Conan, Triumph the Insult Comic Dog, that's Smigel. I was with Smigel oh, at yeah, a benefit yeah. thing one time, and I was hanging out. It was just, it, it kind of other people wandered away and ended up just being the two of us for a sec. And uh, I looked around, and I was like, this is a really beautiful, you know, event. It really was. Like, it was kind of like a breathtakingly, like, nice place. And there was a pause, and I go, for me to poop on. <laughs> and I go, ah, sorry. I, 
you must get that all the time. And he goes, no, it's great. Nobody knows who I am. So he actually enjoyed this sort of clumsy, awful thing that I did. He was a real sweet guy. Very nice. Oh, Greg Albishon. I nailed it. Ha ha. I want to read it like Autobahn. It is a little. That's what I, that's what I want to say. It is scary when you look at it. You're like, I could definitely get this wrong. Obukan, Obuchan. <laughs> um, yeah, I hope you're right. I hope it's a win for both teams. That's a nice ending for everybody. I hope so. I like. I want Kyle to get a good Lions team. Yeah, it would be nice. We've been rooting for a good Browns team and a good Jaguars team. We got half of that now, so that's nice. I'd like to see a good Lions team someday while we're hanging around writing jokes about things. You want to go through some prop bets real quick? Absolutely. What will be said first? COVID or pandemic? COVID oh, ha- that's interesting. COVID has negative 500 and pandemic's at plus 300. That means COVID is, COVID is heavily favored? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could see pandemic being first. I like the underdog. I'm, I'm about the underdog on this one. I'm pretty sure we've talked about this before, but I mean, there must be so much temptation to do some insider trading on this oh stuff. Oh my goodness. On these kind of things that actually somebody could decide instead of happen. So Romo's calling the game, right? And his boy's like, hey buddy, if you're going to talk about it, just... You know, if you could just say pandemic. Just say pandemic first. <laughs> That's all. You don't know me. I don't know you. We're going to have a party. We're going to get the guys. We're all going to put a thousand on it. Like, all you have to do is just <laughs> say that word once and I'm going to be a millionaire. <laughs> oh, man. Crazy. And then uh, Nance pops in and says, oh, COVID. And Tony's like, shit. Sorry, boys. <laughs> this is a prop bet. That hopefully we will only see this year. <laughs> Coach to have nostrils seen first during the game. Nostrils? Nostrils. Oh, this is because of the masking. Oh. Bruce Arians is um, he's the favorite. He's at minus 250. Andy Reid's at plus 150. That sounds right. Yeah, Bruce is a little sloppy with his mask. And uh, Andy, after that first week, has got it together. He's airtight and he's... He's chewing gum in that thing. It's on there. He he's do, got it yeah. figured out. He does seem to, yeah. He's he does have it figured out. It's a nice tight pouch for him right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's got a, it's it's voluminous. It's got like some horizontal development. The mask situation that he's landed on. It's a little ridiculous, but yeah. it does seem to be working for him. It almost looks like he might have stuffed some mashed potatoes in there. I know it does. It does look a little feedbackish when he's in there chewing gum. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Uh, Let's go with an actual score. Chiefs' first touchdown scorer. Is it going to be Tyreek Hill at plus 320? Mm -hmm. Travis Kelsey at plus 350. Clyde Edwards-Lair at plus 750. Nicole Hardman at plus 1100. Mm. Mm. Sammy Watkins plus 1200. Patrick these are Mahomes. fun. These are the kind of bets I like because <clears throat> these are all likely to, I mean, not likely, but, you know, these are, it's one of these guys. This makes it fun. 
Uh, could be Patrick Mahomes running it in. Is that on there? Plus 1,200. Okay. You got any obscure ones? Like how many are there? Is there like, are there like six or like 12? It, 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 it stops at Le'Veon Bell at plus 16. Wow. I'm going to go uh I'm going to go Tyreek Hill because that could happen anywhere at any time. And that's an electric fun like I won the bet moment. It's a good bet. Although Kelsey is, you know, he's such a touchdown monster too. Sexy too. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's for all all of my my homophobes out there. One one in particular actually. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Ryan Chambers. <laughs> that was not a segue. That sounded was... like you were referring to him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is not what I intended, Ryan Chambers. Yeah. Welcome. As far as we know, you you and the boys in the firehouse very open minded. <laughs> Once in a while, you get together with policemen and Indian chiefs and have a good time. <laughs> Ryan's is bad timing. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> All right, let's see if I can find one or two more prop bets that are fun. Uh, okay. Over, under, height of the tallest player to score a touchdown. Oh, that's interesting. Six, four and a half. Six, four and a half is the over under? Six, four and a half. Oh, it's not the average, though. It's of the tallest player. That's interesting. So, who are the tall players? I guess Kelsey's one of them. It's not Tyreek. I <clears> guess <throat> Sammy Watkins is taller than that, right? So you, taller I think, than six, four? I, I don't think so. Mike Evans? Yeah. Mike Evans, maybe. <laughs> Mike Evans is a big boy. So you're that you're talking about Mike Evans. You're talking about, um, oh my God, Crap Evans Kelsey. and Kelsey are my guesses without looking. I would guess that Watkins is six five too. No way. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking it up. Okay, you look it up. Sammy Watkins six one. Oh, okay. Uh. I guess I'd have to take the under on that one then. Just the odds are in your favor, right? Okay, Kelsey's six five. Yeah. Now Mike Evans, I think, is a good a good bet too. Mike Evans could be Mike Evans six five. Yeah, we were right about those two guys. Chris Godwin six one. That's no good. That didn't help you. <laughs> You're talking about two or three players. <clears throat> But it's of the hot, of the top, of of this people who score. So those two, I mean, those two are very likely to score. Right? Well, they just have to score once. Yeah, it's not. I was the over. I'm, I'm, one of those guys is going to score. Fucking, they're both red zone beasts, and these are both good offenses. What do I get paid for winning that one? I don't know. They actually don't have the the betting odds on that one. I like that's my that's the one that I'm most sure I win. Yeah, so far. There's another one I'm looking at. Thefalcoholic.com. I don't even know what that is. I'm guessing you don't even know what that is. Might be a. It's an Atlanta Falcons blog. I know. You know? Do you you read it? I follow the Falcoholic on Twitter once in a while. I get some Falcon stats or something interesting. Do you? Yeah. All right. Because I just totally randomly went on this one. We're talking about things that 
Tony Romo could say to make his buddy rich. There's an over-under on Tony Romo saying, quote, let me tell you, Jim. <laughs> uh, oh, how, that's that's two. The over-under is set at two. I want the over on that one, too. Yeah. Unless he just has a slight variation and they're being anal about it. Right. That one's dangerous because he could just say, let me tell you. Right. Yeah, Jim, let me tell you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Switches it up just a little bit. <laughs> Jim, I got to tell you something. You're mm-hmm. like, God damn, God damn it. Look how easy this one is. Plus 900. Odds Eric Church wears sunglasses during National Anthem. Wow. Eric Church. Eric Church knows, who that is. knows if he's going to be wearing sunglasses. He certainly can control it. I think they there was a there was a story like when there was a lot of betting on things like Survivor. They right. stopped taking bets on stuff like that because the fucking grips know what the outcome is. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't keep a secret from everybody. Um, Here's the one. Yeah, from- they shouldn't do bets on things that one person could control. That's crazy. <laughs> from Barry chimes in, which coach will first go for two when it's totally unnecessary? <laughs> <laughs> now, neither one of these teams are traditionally doing that, right? Am I missing something? Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. I can't think of an egregious example by either one of these two, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, one Super Bowl, I asked Pete Carroll, I said, there's uh, apparently some prop bets on the color of Gatorade at the thing. And he, and he was like, he stopped me. He's like, I can't, I'm not talking about gambling. Like, well, I'm, just, I'm just fucking around, Pete. Why can't we just ask a dumb question? It's a Super Bowl. Yeah, he's got the an evangelical <laughs> New Balance vibe to him. So he's going he's gonna, to... He's going to play by the rules, fella. That's one you could easily, you know, you can fix that one for sure. For sure. How about... Hey, boys, can you put the purple Gatorade in there? It's uh, it's plus 1,800. Yeah. That's <laughs> tough, though, because then you got to get every single jug purple because, I mean, you never know which angle that's coming from. You better look purple and you better win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My favorite to, to bet on... Um, is the length of the national anthem. That's ridiculous. But this year, I'm totally unfamiliar with Eric Church. I'm a little bit familiar with Jasmine Sullivan, but it's a duet. Mm. And it's at 120 and a half seconds, which for those at home, it's two minutes. (laughs) This is your analysis? And a half second. (laughs) I feel like um, you're you're building to a point, but because it's a duet, it's going to go a little long. I think so. I think so, yeah. Mm. You know, because it's each person's time in the spotlight. I don't know if they're going to be singing together. Are they going to be trading lines? Like, you know what I mean? One, are they bouncing off each other? This is a, these are good points. This one's all, I mean, I always get the stopwatch going. I remember when Christina Aguilera sang it, and I was like, oh, that bitch is over. (laughs) <laughs> she can't be concise to save her life. <laughs> that old uh, expression about Christina Aguilera. That's right. She can't be concise to save her life. Nope. 
Now, the prop bets that I like, when I there was a time when my buddy Mike Stein and I, we would do a straight-up thing where we would pick like 15 prop bets, and we would take turns picking, which, you know, and then whoever got the most right won the whatever we bet. So we had like several things we were rooting for and against the whole Super Bowl. And the fun ones for stuff like that are uh, first and last touchdown, odd or even jersey numbers, stuff like that. Yeah. Any kind of crazy thing could happen. Yeah. Whether or not there's a score in the last two minutes of each half, because then you're like dialed in, even if it's a blowout, you know. If you pick stuff that, like, if the game is 40 to 7, that's still interesting. That's what makes it fun, in my opinion. Which, by the way, uh, Aaron and I have both chosen a big win for the Chiefs. I think what's going to happen. 12 points. (laughs) We haven't done the plugs. We got so distracted by everything. This is the week. This is the week, everybody. I only do one big show a year on the Zoom comedy situation uh, this week. Thursday night, tickets are only $10 for one person if you buy in the next 24 hours or so. There's still an early bird special that runs through Tuesday night for a Thursday night show. NowhereComedyClub.com. A new hour. It's amazing. I've been working my ass off on this, and I'm not sure it's going to be great, but it is going to be very (laughs) interesting. Uh, I've got these big chunks of stories about being a comic. I've got a bunch of new stuff about being a kid and a teenager and a grown up. And uh, I'm actually very excited. We'll wrap up the weekend, the year that was in the NFL a little bit and uh, do some of the best of jokes from the season. And uh, I might do a little crowd work. And my wife is doing 10 minutes and she too has been working her ass off. She did two Zoom open mics today. Zoom open mics. That girl wants it, obviously. That's right. To be doing, to be subjecting herself to that kind of torture. She is on the new Seinfeld regimen. Oh? She. Yeah, Seinfeld has a couple of things that he always does and she's like read up on it and she's doing them now. What does he do? It's a... he writes an hour a day, no matter what, no matter what, no matter what. And uh, there's some food and exercise stuff that she's, like, started doing. And I haven't followed exactly the details, but uh, there's a cheat day on Saturday. I was happy to hear it. That's just for food. Huh? <laughs> That's the opening line to one of my chunks I'm working on. All right. Good tease. Uh, so, uh, come check us out. People, a couple of my friends have actually said to me, what can we do to help you out? We know it's been a weird year. You can't really do what you normally do. And this is the answer. Just buy a ticket to this. Cause this only do this once in a while. Get a bunch of people into this thing. It's going to be fun. It's not charity. It's fun. It's actually great. A, A zoom comedy show is not as good as you want it to be. It's not like a club. But it is so much better than you think it is because you can hear each other. There's a weird grittiness and there's a certain intimacy to it. Um, It works really quite well. Uh, And the guys at Nowhere Comedy Club have been doing it full time for almost a year now and they know how to do it. They actually have a virtual bouncer that goes in and kind of checks on people. And if someone has too much weird ambient noise or whatever, they they turn off their mics for a while and there's some nice details to it. So anyway. That's the pitch. Come NowhereComedyClub.com Thursday night, this week, Super Bowl week, February 4th. Like it. There it is. I'm trying to like share the screen here. Is this working? There it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's me. That's me a long time ago. When was that? 
That's that picture is probably fifteen years old. Okay. Same glasses. It's interesting. I was just thinking that. Now those are different glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I like those glasses. Yeah, you look sharp there. That's a good picture. That that was a uh, that was a woman who was putting together a book of comedians, and she was running around taking pictures of comics all over the place. This was at the Atlanta Funny Farm, which is a club that no longer even exists. And it's legit just me on stage. That's not me posing. That was during a show. It's a yeah, it's a good photo. A live action shot. Yeah. Me doing comedy. Ah, <laughs> oh, comedy. I miss comedy. Yeah. Well, uh, the Chiefs, actually the line on DraftKings, they're just three-point favorites. I know. I can't believe that. I put all my money on the Chiefs. And... Uh, and the over on six uh, six four, tallest touchdown. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, those are my two bets. I like that. And I would pick a bunch of weird stuff that's fun to root for. Whether or not you know whatever, I'll pick under on Tom Brady passing yard just so I could root against him a little extra. Yeah, that's fun. All, all that kind of stuff. Yes, sir. There's a bunch of them. There's fun stuff to root to bet for. Yeah, man. I got a new podcast. That's what I want to hear about. It's called The Monkey Business Show. I uh, I hooked up with a couple of Wall Street guys, and uh, they they just passed me around and had their had their way with me. <laughs> uh, they used to be That's recurring. Not where I that was <laughs> they used to be recurring guests. On, uh, there's a lot of twink talk this episode. <laughs> Not for me, cat sweater boy. <laughs> they used to be recurring guests on a radio show that I helped produce. And uh, years later, now they're like, hey, we're thinking about doing this thing again. So we started uh, working it out, did a, a bunch of demo shows, and we just released them on Friday. So there's six episodes that we pre-recorded, and uh, we're doing live shows starting, well, not live, but uh, current shows starting this Thursday. And... Um, yeah, it's interesting with all the, the 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 Robin Hood and GameStop stuff in the news. I know, like I know nothing. The people say, you know, it's better to keep your mouth shut and people to to think that you're dumb than to open your mouth and prove it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not heeding that advice on this podcast. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I I'm an idiot. So I get to ask all the dumb questions that good. people don't know, uh, including myself, and uh, so. Yeah, I'm I'm learning a little bit, and uh, they're fun. They're full of information, and and they're funny guys. So, uh, yeah, if you wanted to check it out, it's on all the the podcast apps. Here's here's what it looks like: the Monkey Business Show, the Monkey okay, cool. Business Show. So, yeah, check that out, man. If uh, if you're into stocks and investing at all, uh, it might be informative and entertaining for you. So, yeah. That's interesting. So you're the everyman. You represent us and ask the Wall Street experts all the dumb stuff. Yeah, if I'm being honest, um, I thought I might just kind of like help them develop and produce it. And then they kind of asked me like, hey, do you want to be involved in like hosting? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think I can. Like, it, <laughs> it, like, I just don't have the depth of knowledge to be, to be able to hang. But it, it was like, and we, I mean, you can, you can, 
hear us getting better and better as the as the, the shows go along. So that's good, especially myself. Like I'm just getting over sounding like an idiot. Like that's just what it is. So I realized that that's what part of what the show is. Is I was just gonna say I can't. I like that. I like that you're the representative of. Like last night, I had to. I literally Googled Myanmar map <laughs> so I could catch up and figure out what's going on. And I haven't even done the dive on the GameStop and really figured out what the hell's going on. I don't even have the time. Yeah. I would love to have you ask the dumb question and have those guys uh, fill my ear holes with the with an answer. That's great. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll get into that all that current stuff probably this Thursday. Um, the previous episodes. Definitely hint towards something like that happening. So that's interesting too. So, um, you know, again, if you're interested in it, check it out. And I appreciate anybody listening and support. Um, that's that's what I'm going to be doing on Thursdays, I believe. So that's great. Yeah. Now, what what do what do they do? Who are they? What, what's their what's their Wall Streetness? So they they both used to work at different trading firms, and I think they they worked together. His name, one of them's name is Eric Salzman. The other is Richie Bennett. Uh, so they worked together at a trading firm and then kind of went their separate ways. Eric, I don't fully understand what Eric does. Richie at this point is kind of like a uh, independent day. He's a day trader. So he just, that's what he does all day. He's, he's trading stocks. Wow. Um, and Eric is kind of into some kind of like, I'm going to, I'm going to screw it up, but as I guess he's just kind of like, it's more of like an investigative thing, but he still invests in stuff and he knows the, the ins and outs of all the hedge funds and, and all that stuff. So I, I'm not even like, I feel like he still has to spell out to our audience what he actually does. Cause I don't, I don't really understand it. But, yeah, we got to distill that down for branding. We got to be able to say it's, it's rich. He does this. And yeah, exactly. Right, right. So we're still working okay. the kinks out, but it's, I got it's it. cool. That's cool, man. Yeah. Well, kudos. Taps on the back. Whoa, kudos and taps. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> I don't know who we've given to otherwise this week. Marshawn Lynch got an interception and broke the chair he was sitting in because he was excited. Did you see that clip? No, that was the one. I did not that see that. That was the one clip from the Pro Bowl. They actually did a good job of there were they had four athletes slash celebrities playing on each team. So they got the main screen in the middle and then they've got eight little boxes where you can see all of the participants and they took turns controlling the game. And apparently Marshawn Lynch was playing defense and got an interception. He literally like jumped in the chair like this and it <laughs> broke and he kind of fell to the side. <laughs> He's one of the most colorful, enjoyable characters ever, right? They did a good job booking some interesting characters. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah. They had Kyler Murray and Snoop Dogg and, you know, like, all right, they're 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 trying to make it. I mean, th- th- I'm not the target audience, so they. I think they did a good job based on what they were working with this year. Anyway. It was probably better than any Pro Bowl. I mean, I, I don't know anybody who actually enjoys the Pro Bowl anymore. It's funny. I Because it felt like homework to me, I kind of had on the – there was like a two-hour thing on ABC on Sunday afternoon – that was like interviewing the current Pro Bowl representatives and clips of old Pro Bowls. And, you know, Randy Moss was interviewing players about, it was, you know, some of the highlights from the prior Pro Bowls are fun. Like I kind of like the Pro Bowl. It just, I just don't know how you fix it because they can't really hit each other. 
right? I think it was actually Travis Kelsey who got a pretty serious injury in a Pro Bowl, and everyone was like, all right, we're not even going to try a little bit anymore. That's when it's time to dial it back. Right. Um, so I, I, I understand the problem, but I like the idea of it, the Pro Bowl still. I like some of the – they at least – have been trying. They they added all these weird skills challenges things back in and got a dodgeball game and oh yeah. The one year they had it they had it like a fantasy draft. They had two knuckleheads like take turns drafting the team, which I thought was an interesting twist. Okay. I don't know. I, I'm empathetic about the Pro Bowl struggles because I I like the idea of it and I understand why it doesn't really work. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you have to play football at full speed for it to be enjoyable. That's right. You have to try. Yeah. And they're, they're not trying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Understandably. Yeah. Which is the same feeling I have about college stars skipping the bowl game. Like, I hate it in principle, but I get it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Can we segue back to uh, this preposterous mustache of yours? <laughs> I mean, your sweater got so much of the ball-busting attention. It did. But the mustache also. Yeah. At least the sweater you could take off. Right. So that's nice. Yeah. Um, the mustache is forever, I guess. You can't take it off. No, I mean, in fact, I was thinking about shaving it right now. Let's do it. Yeah? Let's do it. I think I'm done with it. You're done with it? I'm done with it. I'm not a, I'm not a thick mustache guy. How long does it take to get from zero to this? To the point where I'm done with it? No, to the point now. Like how many how many days is that? How many months? What's happened? How, how you go from totally shaved lip to this? Is that four months? No, because I started this uh, probably in the in the back half of the of the NFL season. So I don't know. Let's say week ten. I started this. Week 10 of the season? Yeah. And this is week, what, 20? Yeah. 20, that's, yeah, that's three months-ish, almost. So, yeah, Two okay. and a half months? Yeah, I guess you're right. Huh. So right. I, I was eating, I, I made myself like an, an open-faced sandwich the other day for breakfast, right? And <laughs> so it was like eggs and cheese and, I don't know, onions and peppers or something. I don't know, some goofy omelet with cheese on top. And I put ketchup on top. And this was my breaking point. Because <laughs> you could imagine trying to, trying to shove a, a piece of bread in your mouth that has ketchup on top. And I just kept on getting ketchup all up in my mustache, all up on my nose. Yeah, it's awful. And it was disgusting. But isn't it disgusting the whole time? Is this not, this is not a revelation. That the mustache in general? Yeah. I haven't been disgusted by it regularly. There's moments. <laughs> there's moments of disgust for sure. I thought that was just part of the deal. It's part of the charm and the beauty of it. It's always sometimes look ridiculous and gross. Yeah, like when it starts growing over the lip. Yeah, yeah. You know, you gotta trim it back. That's super annoying. I've and, had just the tiniest bit of that. Yeah, I know I know that. So it's gotta go, man. I'm gonna do it Let's right. Do it. I'm gonna do it right now. Do we have music? Oh, we play. Do we play some kind of like Olympic theme or some dramatic thing? Oh, I wish I was prepared for that. 
Or maybe I'm just dreaming this up. Maybe that staying alive song. <laughs> We're gonna hit, get hit with some copyright. Something, something dramatic. Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't think about that, but there must be some Beethoven thing nobody owns anymore. <laughs> some dramatic. <laughs> There's no heirs to Beethoven chasing around the Quick Snaps podcast. You don't think so? <laughs> well, you only get the rights for 100 years or something, right? Do it. Any requests? Well, the obvious one is to go to Hitler before you shave it off completely. <laughs> is that acceptable behavior in 2021? He's doing it, ladies and gentlemen. I got to... I got to do the play-by-play for the listeners. I'm like Tony Romo. I think he's going to shave off his mustache right here. Let me tell you, Jim. He's doing it, Jim. (laughs) I can see the body language. He's actually doing it. I'm getting hair all over my MacBook. (laughs) I'm going to do a gap here. I'm going the other way. The mirror thing with StreamYard is really bad. Oh, it's I can't even straighten my hat. How could you possibly shave your mustache I'm just, in this? I'm so dyslexic right now. <laughs> this is what this is what you look for in a podcast, right? At least what you're doing is not dangerous. You got one of these is it Norelco? Yeah. So you you're not this is not a, this is not a blade. I'm doing it for the listeners who can't see the ridiculousness. He's shaving, he's he's scraping. The mustache has now been minimized. It is less of a thing. Maybe you could stop here. He's had it. He's going for it. (laughs) (laughs) He's showing us the shavings. Mm. Mm. Oh, wow. I feel so much sexier. Oh, my goodness. Look at that. Mm. Is that was it? So it's still dark. You still need to shave, still need but you to... definitely took it off. The substance is over. Oh, it's gone. It feels good, man. It feels you good. You literally look better. That's not wrong to say, right? <laughs> I feel better. You look younger. Yeah. I got a baby face. Less you look... pedo. I guess I have a... I'm, I'm realizing now, seeing you before and after in this short window... I think I have an anti-mustache. I have a mustache <laughs> bias. You look less of a, like less of an asshole. That's my first thought. <laughs> I just assumed that a guy with a mustache like that could be like a real douche. So I don't know. <laughs> of course, not, doesn't seem fair now that I'm saying it out loud. But no, that was my thought. It's true, though. It's true. That's the perception I've been fighting, and now it's gone. Now you're good. Yeah. Now I'm good. Now, so. what's next? Are you going to trim these little mice off of your stupid sweater? No, no. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Whitewood says, oh, no, Jim, he's cut his nose clean off. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, is that the closer? Is that is that how we close I, this thing? I think that's the close. That's how well, we how go. You, that's how, how we go into the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, any other predictions? We both said Chiefs by 12. What, what else is going to happen? Pain. I want one I want one ridiculously preposterous weird thing to happen so that I can write all the jokes about it. Whatever like uh if there's a prop bet for the amount of players that will throw a pass, if it's at two and a half, take the, take it. Take the over. 
Oh, I see what you're saying. You think there's going to be a tricky something? Somebody else is going to throw a pass besides Brady and Mahomes. Okay, I like that idea. I, that's a fun one to bet for, to bet on, because then they're like pitch it to Le'Veon Bell, and he kind of does that fade instead of running, and you're like, come on! That's it. Throw it to Tyreek, for the love of God. <laughs> Even if it's incomplete, this has to be a pass attempt. I think McCall Hardman's got some skills in that department. He he, he could be that kid. Yeah, yeah. Rob, the University of Georgia, just saying. You want to field this Ronald Schultz uh, question? Best commercial prediction? Mm-hmm. It's weird. Some of the big boys are out. I did some little light research, actually, at, at Ronald's nudging. Um, no Budweiser ads. Although that's a little bullshitty because there are Bud Light ads and the Bud Light seltzer and a couple, you know. Oh, come on. There's some of their properties have ads. But Budweiser is doing a thing where they're, like, promoting COVID vaccines instead of spending money on the Super Bowl. That's their that's their shtick but some of the giants are out um but doordash apparently has one that's a sign of the times right yeah (laughs) that's so 2020 that doordash has gathered up enough money to buy a super bowl ad down with doordash (laughs) order directly from the restaurant (laughs) um so uh, yeah, I'm excited. I think it's I I think it's has every chance of being a good game, and I think there's a good chance that uh, the team I'm rooting for wins. <laughs> yes, I think I think so. I, I mean, God damn it, we don't need Tom Brady hoisting another trophy. I know we don't need it. No one wants to see it. He already killed Hank Aaron and Larry King. <laughs> And Dustin Diamond. Oh, man. R.I.P. Cloris Leachman. Right. Everyone was like, I can't watch another Tom Brady Super no. Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Enough with this. A GameStop commercial, Ronald says, maybe. Uh-huh. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, I bet you Elon Musk has some kind of uh, space commercial. <laughs> you know, commercial about going to space. Me some heartfelt stuff. I always cry now at Super Bowl ads. They're always they're, the last couple of years. They've been touchy feely. Yeah, that's true. They have gone in that very sappy direction. The Super Bowl is proof that capitalism wins because I actually will go pee on second down, so I don't miss <laughs> any commercials. Yeah, it's amazing that actually, they've turned it on its head and they make that part of the game. I know, like, uh, I guess I don't know if Super Bowl commercial prices have gone up or down, but. The attention span is probably going to be greater this year than it has been in a long time. That's right, because more, more people are just home watching instead of with chips and friends yeah. and chaos. Yeah, that's that's a good point. The the I think you're right. I think the ads are worth more this year. I would say so. Yeah, there's less chaos because when you're at a Super Bowl party, you miss most of what's happening. Yeah, that's right. So, well, it's great to talk to you, man. You too, I'm buddy. So- I'm sad the season's like coming to a close. We didn't we didn't even know there was going to be a season, and we had a season. And there's so much fun stuff to talk about in the next few weeks. We might just keep doing this. We'll uh, we'll see what we do. There's going to be a lot of stuff to talk about as the season ends. So yeah, I, well, good chance we'll go weekly for a little while. Yeah. We'll hang. We'll talk to you guys. We'll we'll figure it out. Well, good luck. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Uh, check out. Give me the title of the podcast again. The Monkey Business Show.
the monkey business show. You get to be, yeah, uh, Aaron Hodges gets to be the everyman and ask the dumb questions, and we get to we get to get smarter about the stock market. I like this idea. Yeah, that's and, fun. Uh, go buy a ticket. NowhereComedyClub.com. They're ten bucks if you go tonight and tomorrow. Uh, early bird special. And you're home. It's not just that the ticket's cheap. You don't have to spend money on a babysitter or drinks or dinner out or, you know, all the or the DUI that you get. Just, <laughs> those are expensive. Those are very expensive things. Mm -hmm. I'm saving you thousands. You just be home and you drink <laughs> your beers for free and hang out and have, have a comedy show. Some of these knuckleheads will be there. I know Schultz is going to be there. Uh, and Riggsy and some of these other characters we know. So come join us. It'll be fun. Listen, there's a good chance I'm going to be up in there too. Oh, yeah. All right. Cool, man. Excellent. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for watching. Thanks for chiming in. Uh, enjoy the last NFL game of the season. I can't believe we made it. I can't believe we made it either. Congratulations, everybody. Go Chiefs. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.